Hello, and welcome to the Girl I Slept in My Makeup podcast by three sisters who live in three different cities, are at three different life stages, and have three different perspectives. They are excited to learn and grow alongside of you. This is a space full of love and acceptance, no judgment, because let's face it, we all sleep in our makeup. Please welcome Lauren, Megan, and Kristen. Hey, sisters. Hi. Hey. Hey. Happy, Happy New Year. Year. I know. Happy <laughs> New Year. <laughs> First week of the new year. It's crazy. It is. Um, hey, listeners. We hope that you are doing so well and that you're rested after the new year. And today we are going to have a little story time and share something that happened over the holidays. And we hope that this story gives you hope and maybe inspires you in some way. And then we just plan to chit chat after that, just about where we're at and um, what's going on. So I will tell the story and we'll go from there. Yay. (laughs) So this is Lauren and we, after Christmas, we drove to Dallas to see family And also with the daunting task of uh, cleaning out our mom's house. And I guess daunting isn't the right word, but it's just something that I think all three of us were kind of dreading. Yes. But we did it. Yay for us. And it was emotional. It was sad. Therapeutic, maybe a little bit. Just another piece in the grieving process, I suppose. Um, so anyway, we it was a very quick trip, and the next day we were headed off. But before we did so, Megan so kindly booked us facial appointments at the Skin Bar in Frisco, Texas. And that is somewhere that I have never been. Um, don't know anybody who works there. And so... Well, except the owner. Yeah, we did inter- we did interview the owner, um, which aired actually last week, I think. So, but yeah. she was not there in person. But I give these little details just to they'll probably make sense later in the story. But so Megan was actually supposed to go first, but we switched it all up last minute, and I went first, and then at eleven, and then Megan and Kristen's appointment was at twelve. So. I walked in there and the front desk lady and the lady doing my treatment walked me back to the room and the front desk lady was just small talking and asking, she knew I didn't live there and was asking what I was doing in town. So I just told them how I came to see family and to um, clean out our mom's house who had passed away. And they said, oh, I'm so sorry. And then I had mentioned that I lived in Lubbock. And so she asked if I was from Lubbock. And I said, no, we grew up in Austin. And then that was really the extent of that conversation. And she left. And then I laid down on the bed and my treatment began. And the lady who was doing the facial really didn't talk much other than just walking through each step as she was doing something to my face. So about 40 minutes in, I was laying there with my eyes closed and the lady kind of nervously or maybe hesitant is a better word. And she said, Lauren, did your mom have a horse or did she ride horses or did she, did y'all grow up with horses? And 
I was just kind of like, huh. Um, and I said, no, um, none of that, but it's, I said, but it's interesting that you asked that because my mom loved horses and so much so that she would, she was a realtor and she would send me listings of land in the Dallas area trying to, um, get me back to back in town near her and said, you and Chris buy this and, you know, we'll live on it. And we, I can have my dream of having horses and animals. And then she would also joke sometimes about how she wanted to live on land next to somebody who had all the horses and animals so that they could do all the hard work and she could just enjoy the greatness of it. And so she just really loved horses. Even in her last couple of years that she lived, she volunteered and did horse therapy with first responders and who were suffering from PTSD and did some horse therapy. So anyway, horse, she loved, loved horses, but super random from somebody that, you know, I didn't know, didn't know me. And, but then I said, so afterward, I was just like, why do you, I'm just curious, why did you ask that? And she was like, uh, and she kind of stumbled a little bit. She was like, oh, I don't know. You just said that y'all were raised in Austin, which I thought was kind of weird. I was like, okay, well there's horses everywhere in Texas, but, um, and that was that. And so then she continued on with the treatment, telling me what she was doing. And then about 10 minutes later, she again, with the same kind of hesitant voice said, uh, Lauren, did your mom have really long, thick, beautiful hair? And I was like, whoa, that's so weird. And I said, well, in her older years, you know, it was always shoulder length, but she was known when she was young for her really long, thick, beautiful hair. And it's really something that I think only our family knows, you know, but our grand, my mom's, our mom's mom, who's still living and our aunt, they've always told us how growing up, you know, aunt Debbie would almost get jealous because they would get stopped everywhere they went. And by the time she was three years old, uh, her hair was almost down to the back of her knees. And while we were cleaning out mom's house, we actually found a picture. We, we have seen pictures, but this one in particular picture I had never seen. Had y'all seen it? No. Yeah. It was just of the back of her hair and it was from November of 1958. So she was three years old and, um, sure enough, you know, it was super long in her gorgeous hair that we'd always heard about. And so that was just really weird because again, I think only our family really knows that. So after she asked me that, I just kind of like laughed and I was like, are you a psychic or something? (laughs) And she was like, no. And she just seemed really nervous. And I said, do you like see spirits or, and she kind of made this face like, well, yeah. And she was like, you know, she was like my whole life I see and hear spirits, but she said I was raised Southern Baptist. And so it was really, you know, looked down upon really and kind of associated with witchcraft. And so my mom always supported me in it. But, um, so anyway, over the years, she said that she just kind of would, would go in and out of really kind of tapping into that. And, she said, I, I have never been in a situation where I have not been able to push the spirits away. And so that's what she's done recently. She said, she was like, I just, I just always push him away, you know, and just kind of ignore it. And she said, but I've literally been sitting here this entire time. And since you walked in the door, there was an overwhelming feeling of just 
pure love in the room and your mom, your mom was here or, and she is here and she's sitting on a dark brown horse and she's gliding through and her long, beautiful hair is blowing in the wind. And she just is so incredibly happy. And she's, and she said, Lauren, I've had a like knot in my stomach this whole time because I was trying to push your mom away and she just wouldn't go. And she kept telling me to tell you to mention, to ask about the horse and the hair so that you would believe that it's her. And by this point, I'm just kind of having like an outer body experience. I'm like, wait, what? And so gives me chills. Yeah. (laughs) And so then she said, and she's telling me to tell you that she is so incredibly happy, but the closeness that she had with you and your sisters and your family on earth, she is just as close now as she was when she was here on earth and that she just loves you guys so, so much. And that's what she's telling me. And she said, I know that that sounds generic, but that's what, you know, she's saying. And I was just like, wow, that's awesome. You know? And and I, I, my response was probably awkward just because I was, I was like going through the skeptic part of my brain was like, okay, wait, what? Like, does she, did she somehow like do research or like, you know, our sister, our sister-in-law kind of has a large platform and like, does she somehow know I'm related to her? And like, somehow, I don't know. It was just, my brain kind of went that way for a hot minute. And, but then it was like, no, there's, no way that she would have known like the hair thing, you know? So that was super, super special. And so anyway, I told her, I said, whenever we're done with the treatment, I'll actually show you a picture of her hair that I have on my phone. And so I was scrolling through all my pictures, which there's a billion of them, trying to find that picture when she was three years old that I had on my phone. And I wasn't finding it, but there was one from Kristen, your wedding. And I was like, well, here's the more recent one. And I pulled that one up and she was like, oh, she's beautiful. And she was like, but that's not what she looks like now. And I was like, oh, really? And so, and so I kept scrolling and then she actually was like, wait, go back and stop. And she, she goes, press on this one. And so I pressed on that one and it was a bridal portrait of just mom. And, you know, our mom was only 19 when she got married and it had her long, beautiful, thick blonde hair. And immediately the lady said, that's, that's her. That's exactly what she looks like right now. I don't know. It was just such a cool, and and, you know, I've never known anybody firsthand anyway that had something I think it's totally normal and natural that when a loved one dies, you kind of want, you know, look for stuff like that. But this was just so weird because it's like, uh, I went to get a facial. It's not like I was going for like a spirit reading, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So So cool. Yeah. It just felt so out of left field. And so it was funny because I walked out and I didn't even get her name or I should have like given her a big hug. And I did tell her because she did talk a little bit more about you know, just how it wasn't really accepted in the world that she grew up in. But I did say, I was like, well, I don't know. I kind of, my kind of personal belief is if you're using your gift for good, then I don't see any harm in that, you know? And like, she just gave us like such a cool gift, you know? Yeah. Um, And so I hope that, I hope that she felt okay about it. I know she just was very 
concerned that we were going to think she was super weird or like made us feel uncomfortable. Anyway, if I had any awkwardness reaction, it was just solely to the fact that I was in shock. (laughs) Yeah. So I walked out of the room and Kristen had already gone into her treatment with another lady, but Megan was waiting for us to get out because she was going next. And so I quickly, I walked out and I think my eyes must have said something, Megan, because you were like, hey, how was it? Are you you okay? And I was like, you honestly looked like you had seen a ghost. Like you were like super like. I don't know how to explain your face. You looked so freaked out. (laughs) Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, it was amazing. But hey, so this happened. And I just quickly (laughs) tried to run, run down really quick the story. And so you were typical you and you were just like, oh, that wow, that's amazing. She was like, I was like, I can't wait to get in there. She is is mom still here. Like, where is she? (laughs) Yeah. So you like walk in, you're like, so is my mom still hanging out? Like, (laughs) yeah. And then Megan, you can share what she said. Cause you said more that like, once you went in there, she kind of like said, Oh, Oh wait, let me back up. Cause I forgot how she kept saying like how mom was nudging her and literally would not go away. And she could not push the spirit away. And I just started laughing. I was like, yep, well, that's our mom. She's pretty persistent. And then I was like, of course, mom is still changing lives from heaven, (laughs) just like she was on earth. But then what did you say when you went in? Yeah. So I went in and I was kind of like, hey, so what's up? My mom's here. (laughs) Like, I just kind of made it funny. And um, she was like, yeah. And I could tell she, I feel like it overwhelmed her as much as it overwhelmed you. Like, yeah, she wasn't expecting that either. You know, she just was coming into work and to do a facial. So I don't know. I do feel like I can read people's energies a little bit. So I didn't ask too many questions because I felt like she was kind of like overwhelmed and didn't know what else to say. And so we talked about it a little bit, but I more started asking her questions about, like her gift and when it started and, you know, about how she pushes spirits away. And so the main thing she said to me that really stuck out was that what you just said is she just said that your mom was the most persistent spirit I've ever encountered. She was not backing down (laughs) and she actually was coaching me on what to say to you guys. And she basically said she's never had a spirit do that. And she also just mentioned that mom was kind of, cause I was like, well, I don't know anything about your gift at all. And I can definitely see that it could be used for evil or for witchcraft. So I understand like your hesitation with it, but I feel like what you just gave us today was like a really big gift and allow so much peace for us. And so if God, you know, if you went to God and asked him like, hey, if you want me to use this gift for good, like show me when I'm supposed to use it and show me when I'm not. And she was like, yeah, actually, your mom's been talking to me about that since you've been in here. And I was like, oh, okay, (laughs) like, wow. Yeah. And I don't, you know, I didn't push further on what they were kind of, I guess what she was saying to her, but you know, she just kind of repeated what she had said to you and that there's just so much love since all three of us walked into the building, even like her heart could feel the love. So she was just repeating that she just loves us so much. And it was, you know, a really cool thing. And I wanted to stay in there and ask her more, but I honestly felt that, um, I just felt that she was like kind of done, you know, exhausted. I'm sure that was exhausting for her to be like kind of almost not forced into saying something, but a little bit (laughs) like, yeah, I don't want to 
weird these people out, but she yeah. didn't weird us out at all. If anything, at least for me, I was like, wow, this is crazy. Cause I've felt mom with us a lot, but you know, you have moments where you feel like crazy or insane that you think your mom's talking to you when she's not here. Mm-hmm. But to me, I mean, and people might think we're insane for believing this story, but like for me, it just gave me reassurance to like trust myself and trust what I am hearing and, you know, that it, mom is with us. So, yeah. And I did forget to mention that before she mentioned anything about mom, I was laying there with my eyes closed and literally the entire time I was picturing mom laying next to me because I was just, it was the first time I had this type of treatment done and I was like sitting there smiling and I literally was visualizing mom's smile and her laying next to me and just thinking how much she would absolutely love having that done. So it, whenever, and that was before she even mentioned mom. So that was really cool. So I did feel, I did feel mom there before she said anything, but yeah, I've mentioned the story to some friends since it happened. And, um, my friend who lives in Dallas, her dad passed away a few years ago. And so she was so funny. She was like, okay, send me the name of this place. Send me her name. I am going, I'm going to schedule a facial because I would pay anything for somebody to tell me anything about my dad. So yeah, but so anyway, um, I don't know if that story will mean anything to any of you listeners, but for me, it just, uh, was a little, I don't know, cherry on top of just reminding me to have hope and to find comfort in knowing that, mom is happy and that she is with us and she is just as close. Like I do believe all those things and I do know how much she loved us. So I just feel really grateful that that happened. (laughs) Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Kristen, how are you feeling in the whole, I guess we can just kind of talk about, I know it's a, a new year and, and last year we got started with an amazing interview with a business coach who was so inspiring, Trevor McGregor. And this year we were talking a little bit before we started recording and all three of us just kind of feel in different ways, but we were all like, yeah, we're not, we're not as motivated. <laughs> yeah. So Kristen, <laughs> how, what are you feeling? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mentioned to y'all, I just, I don't, I don't know, you know, your world changes when something so uh, traumatic, I don't know, crazy or traumatic happens. And I just feel like my, my mindset is so different than it's ever been in my life. And as I mentioned to y'all earlier, uh, it makes me so sad that it took something, losing something so important to me to realize how much I want to focus on my relationship with God and how much how much I've been avoiding that my whole life and how much I've been relying on my mom to feel a relationship with God, which sounds I'm sure crazy, but it's weirdly true. Like I've always felt like I relied on my mother to have that relationship. And I don't even know why, (laughs) like it doesn't make sense. But you know, now that she's gone, it's like, okay, it's just hitting me so clear. Like it's your turn to be with me. Sorry. Yeah. No. And I I know it I don't know if this gives you any comfort, but mom is like beaming right now with pride because that's all she's ever wanted for any of us is to just seek God first, you know. Yeah. And I, I hate that it took her 
passing for us to realize that too. But I'm the same way, Kristen. Like as much as I feel like you've said you look up to me and Lauren for our relationship with God, like I've pushed him away as much as you have. And I, you know, more than ever, like feel like, okay, this is the only thing that matters. Like I actually get it. Like I've said that in the past, like I truly get it, you know? And uh yeah, I guess I just don't understand. Like why? Like why have I, like when I think back on my life, I'm just like, why have I been running my whole life? I don't, I don't fully understand that. So, well, I think it makes a little sense to me, Kristen, because it's like when you have somebody that you're so close to who is so in touch with God, you know, and I mean, I even have a handful of girlfriends that through the years, like they'll all get phone calls and they're like, Hey, so since your mom has this like crazy spiritual, like they always believed like mom was closer to God and Jesus than anybody else could be. Um, and so they'll, they would even call and be like, Hey, I need you to go ahead and call your mom and and pray for this. You know, like if it was something major, because so I think to your point, when you have somebody that feels so connected, that it's just kind of not the easy way out, but it's like, you just put a lot of, kind of your faith and mom's faith, if that makes sense, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Um, That's true. Like when I think like I probably did the comparison thing of like, oh, well, I could never, you know, be as close and as like as mom because it was just, you're right. She just, it was just who she was. And I never felt like I could be as good as that or as close in mm -hmm. a weird way. So yeah, that's just not true. Yeah. Yeah. Something I haven't told y'all is, you know, I'm in therapy as well, you know, in a grief, grief group, which starts back up in January. But something I told my therapist, like, you know, a week after mom left is I was like, you know, it's so weird. I kept dreaming. I kept telling my mom to fight. Like I was like, fight, fight mom. And she kept telling me, no, sorry. It's okay. And, um, Mom kept telling you no in your dream. Yeah. And, yeah. And my, I told my therapist, I was like, I just feel like it, my mom had a bit of a choice in it. Like she wanted to go. Yeah. And some and something someone told me as we were cleaning, I didn't know this, but when we were cleaning out mom's house, someone said that the guy who was with mom heard her say, I'm ready to go. I want to go. And so it, that just like, I don't know. I just had that feeling and it just confirmed it for me. And I don't know why, but her like gave me a little bit of peace in a weird way. Um, yeah. So, and I just don't think I've shared that with y'all. So yeah. Yeah. And I really do. Yeah, no, I, I feel like what helped me is I've probably already told y'all a bunch, but maybe I'll say it on here in case somebody hasn't heard, but that to heaven and back book, that actually gave me a ton of peace because the way she described basically it's a doctor who gets in this terrible accident and she dies and then they end up bringing her back and she was depressed for a really long time because she did not want to come back and she had four young children. So you'd think, you know, mom, all her kids were adults and of course her human self wouldn't want to leave us. But I don't know something about the way this lady describes it in the book of that she was so depressed that she had to come back to earth. It just was like, well, of course mom would choose to go with God. I mean, 
she like we said she had like a direct link to him already somehow and if she had the choice i know she would choose to be with him it still sucks to be the people left behind you know yeah 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 it does <laughs> it does and you know the halt we had you know, this whole year is going to be a year of first. We made it through our first set of holidays, and I feel like we all did really well considering um, we we cried a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we... I think something that was helpful for me is uh, like what I, we mentioned before is like doing new things and then also doing things that you really enjoy. I think that's important, like going and getting pedicures together and, you know, going and doing your favorite things, I think is helpful. I mean, of course you wish she could be doing those things with us, but it's also like, I don't know. It just kept my mind focused on uh, positivity and happiness. So. Yeah. Yeah. And getting into like 2021 inspiration, I don't know that we have any for you guys, but (laughs) um, I did an Instagram poll and you guys really wanted some 2021 inspiration. It was like the most voted on poll that I did. Actually, other than TV show recaps. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Apparently you guys want us to talk about TV, which we'll gladly do. Uh, We love TV or me and Kristen do at least. And Lauren strictly loves The Bachelor. so (laughs) Which Um, is airing tomorrow Um, I think right oh no perfect perfect timing timing. (laughs) yeah Yeah. but I guess my 2021 inspiration and I don't know if this will provide any inspiration for you guys but in the past you know I kind of already mentioned this to Lauren Kristen but in the past I've always been like totally all about the new year writing down all my goals making dream boards and vision boards like all of the things and I still think those things are great but I think I just have a more clear view like a bigger picture where it's what we've been talking about with our eyes feel wide open and it's like okay less of me more of you god less of me more of you i repeat that to myself all day long and if i make any sort of dream board it's literally just going to have god on it because that's all that matters and i know we still have to i think you should still have dreams you should still have goals i get it but like at the end of the day if you believe in eternal life, like this life is temporary, like all that matters is that you are making God happy. And that's, at least for me, that's all that matters anymore. And so that's my 21, 2021 inspiration is, you know, like 2020 kind of swept all of us from under the rug. And it's like, okay, what are we going to do with it? And I'm going to stand on my own two feet and I'm going to be strong and I'm going to like face it full on. But I'm, going to do that with God. Like I'm not doing it myself. And I always thought I was kind of doing that, but looking back, it's weird because I'm like, no, I think I thought I was walking with God. But at the end of the day, I think I was actually just trying to do everything myself. Yeah. 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 And that reminds me of, you know, as y'all know, we have our Bible study of the story of Adam and Eve and where God just kept asking Adam and Eve, where's your heart? Where are you? Where, you know, and what, well, he kept saying, where are you? And what we feel he meant is, where's your heart? You know, where are you with me in our relationship? And so that's kind of my 2021, like mantra to, you know, keep asking myself, okay, Kristen, where are you? Where is my heart? And that be like my checkpoint. (laughs) And y'all have to hold me to that. 
Yeah. I think the more that I, it's funny because I know that I've mentioned this on an episode before about a parenting advice that I got a long time ago when Kai was young, like one, and it always stuck with me. And then I always kind of related it to other areas of my life, but it's, you know, she said parent with the end in mind. And so it just gives you this daily perspective of what truly matters and what doesn't. And she was talking about parenting. I applied that just kind of to the other areas of my life and it applies here too. It's like, you know, and it, it just, it's so cliche and simple that it's like, yeah, okay. But it really is what I think about on a daily basis. And that's just like, live each day like it's your last. But also I have the big picture, the big end picture in mind. And I think when something traumatic like this happens, I mean, death, it sucks no matter what, no matter which way people go, it sucks. But when it's so unexpected and when it's um, just sudden and, you know, like our mom was in a car accident, then I think it just kind of heightens all of that too, because it really just uh, magnifies the reality of any of us could go at any time and, and none of us know, and we are so not in control. And so, so yeah, I think for me, 2021 is just to continue to be just uber aware of the big picture every day. And also too, I'd like to just offer some inspiration that I had posted a Instagram story, I guess, right before Christmas. And and I cry all the time about mom, but for some reason it was a really long cry, like two, two hours. And it was like, I just had, it, it was that grief and, and joy can coexist and that I was just feeling so sad about mom. And, you know, we, she was supposed to host Christmas this year. And the idea that we were all going to be at our house for a different reason uh, was just really sad. But at the same time, I just felt this overwhelming joy and peace from God's unconditional love that, you know, it's weird to have those two feelings at the same time, but they were going on. And so I think that's a good reminder. And then also just that what I want for all of us is just a confident peace and to really accept and seek that and accept it and that and believing that it is possible that we all truly visualize and speak exactly what we want. Cause I think that our, our thoughts and our words, just like mom always said, are so powerful. And there, I do believe there's truth to, to that just both with science and spiritual, you know? So yeah, and something you didn't mention, Lauren, going back to the story you told is, you know, going through mom's things, she would always write out her wants and her dreams. And one of the main ones she had written and circled was, I want to live with horses and animals. And yeah, um, that was really special to see that and then hear that that's where she's at. Yeah, it was really cool. She, it was a handwritten sheet and I was laughing though, because right in parentheses to the right of it, it said next door, which we know that that meant. Yeah. She wanted them (laughs) to live next door so she didn't have to take care of them, but um, (laughs) so funny. Yeah. It was really fun to read through that whole sheet and she had checked off the ones that had been accomplished and then circled the ones that were still outstanding and I think it was from a few years ago, the sheet was, but, but anyway, yeah. So I don't know. I just hope that by us sharing and being open and vulnerable with our kind of process, um, if you ever get sick of us, just let us know and we'll, 
we'll, we'll just do this, um, privately, but, um, but I hope that I just hope that it helps at least one person out there that might be struggling in your own grief, um, or just struggling. I mean, hell, this past year has just been hard. Even if you don't have, even if your life is going super smooth and you don't have financial issues or relationship issues or death or sickness, it's still hard, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, I'd love to start interacting with our listeners more. So if you guys have any listener questions that you'd want us to answer on the podcast, you can email them to sleptinmymakeuppodcast at gmail.com. I know that's a really long email, but that is it. Slept in my makeup podcast at Gmail. So like all one word. And then also you can find us on Instagram at girl. I slept in my makeup and on Facebook. And we do have a private Facebook group called girl. I slept in my makeup uh, request to join that. We really look forward this year to kind of adding more content into that group and more interactions. And we'd love to just be, you know, like a support community for you guys and for you guys to all get to know each other too that love the podcast. And yeah, we'd love to know. I did a poll on Instagram today to just kind of get to know, you know, for 2021, what do y'all want to hear? And got a lot of great feedback. But if you have anything specific that you would want us to talk through, feel free to let us know. And that would be awesome. And I thought since also that poll, we could kind of end today with um, sharing like maybe one or two of our favorite TV shows that we've watched recently. (laughs) Yeah. That's easy for me. So I'll go first. (laughs) (laughs) Because because the only TV show I've watched recently was The Bachelorette. And my quick 10-second review is that I thought it started off super weird and slow with Claire in the whole Claire and Dale situation, but happy for them. Glad that they found each other. And yeah. then was didn't really know what to expect with Tasha coming in, but she came in hot and she left hot. And I really enjoyed watching her, actually. I thought she was a great bachelorette and had a good group of guys to choose from. And I, during the finale, I got really teary eyed. It just felt, (laughs) I think we said this, it felt like the most genuine proposal on that show that we've seen. And I think, yeah, I I, I don't think I've missed a season since it started. So um, anyway, (laughs) a lot then. (laughs) Yeah, that was longer than 10 seconds. But there you go. (laughs) What about y'all? I would say for sure, if you haven't watched The Queen's Gambit, wait, that's what it's called, right? Queen's Gambit on Netflix. Yes. Definitely watch it. And then my other one would be The Flight Attendant on HBO Max has been my two recent like favorite shows that I've watched. So, And me and Kristen are always on the same page. We watched the first episode of Flight Attendant last night. <laughs> and it's not a show I normally would watch because there's murder involved, but... Um, I actually really liked it. I think it's yeah. going to be different and cool. And I really like Kaylee Kuko. So she's the main actress yeah. in it. And she like created it, which I thought was cool. Oh, that is cool. Speaking of, she has been on a couple podcasts recently because I think just kind of promoting the show. Yeah. And her husband's actually like a professional horse person. I don't know what you call them. Horsemen. (laughs) And she's really into horses. Like she rode horses since she was a teenager. And I don't know. I thought that was a random fact about her. I was like, I had no idea. And I also didn't know she's been acting 
since she was like 13 or 14. Like she's never had any other job acting, um, which I didn't know that about her because I felt like I really got to know her from Big Bang Theory, which I loved that show. That was like her big show. But anyways, long-winded to say her new show, The Flight Attendant, so far so good. And then the other one, since you already mentioned Queen's Gambit, is I just binge-watched Bridgerton on Netflix. And let me just say, don't have kids around when you're watching it because it gets real sexual. Um, (laughs) Megan that us yesterday and was like, hey, if y'all want some lady porn, go watch this show. (laughs) It's intense. Yeah. yeah, I was not expecting that either because it's like set in the 1800s. So I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like this. And then it sucks you in. So, yeah. <laughs> that, oh, I will say this was a while back ago, but um, normal people I binged watch. And oh, yeah, on Hulu. yeah, it's definitely not something I would normally watch. But, hey, it was COVID and we couldn't leave our house. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And anyway, I really enjoyed that one, although I was like pissed at the ending and the fact that they aren't going to have season two. So, yeah. Yeah. So funny. Love it. Well, do we have a challenge for this week? Oh, gosh. (laughs) That's a good question. We can continue. This sounds silly, but what we had a guest on that, a piece of her challenge was to make your bed every day. And I don't know, I do think that there's just so much behind that. So I saw a poll once that asked if people made their bed. And I was actually kind of surprised how many people don't make their bed. Um, Yeah. So I don't know, that might be kind of lame, because we've already done it. But um, I know that it starts my day off better. And I, I don't know, it's weird how psychologically something like that can actually affect other areas of your life. (laughs) I agree. Yeah. I think that's a great challenge. Okay. So for the yeah. next week, let's just try it. Seven days, people. You can do it. Seven days. <laughs> um, make your bed and don't Woo-hoo. sleep in your makeup. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, sisters, I love y'all so much. I'm so grateful to have you to go through this journey with. And listeners, we love you. And we hope that in some way you were inspired today. And thanks for listening to us cry and laugh and smile. And we will see you next week. We love y'all. See you next week. Bye. Love Bye. Y'all. Bye.